All right, back here, uh, we've got a defensive change. Casey Jacobson will come in and play at third base for BYU. Well, Casey And uh, Taylor Clough, uh, uh, Clough moves over to uh, second base, and McNew out of the game. And we also we all know how uh, good Jacobson is uh, defensively at third base. First pitch down, low ball one. Yeah, he's a plus defender at third. He's really good over there. And and Clough is a fantastic second baseman as well. So this is really your best defense out there right now. Pitch is over for a strike. I can see Coach Littlewood thinking that hey, we got a four run lead here. We're in the top of the seventh. Let's have our best defense to make them earn everything. One ball, one strike to count to Nick Nyquist. Cougars leading 7-3, and that ball's fouled off. A ball and two strikes. Cougars uh, scheduled to go with Justin Sterner in uh, tomorrow afternoon's game. Still uh, to be determined on Gonzaga's side. There's a ground ball hit right at Matthews. He's got it and throws wildly. Wow, that is not like Carson. He usually throws on the money every single time. Sue tried to get off that bag. That's just a, an error that you just don't expect to see. Routine ground ball. And, you know, that time he tried to lob it over there instead of throw it hard. And, and look what happened. There'll be an error on the shortstop, Matthews. Second error on the Cougars. And uh, Jack Crowell will step to the plate. He's 0 for 1 today. Crowell, the junior out of Portland, steps in. And the pitch from Easton Walker, a little bit high, ball one. This is your Carson Matthews right now. You're, you're saying, Easton, get me a ground ball right here so I can get you a double play and make up for that air. One ball, no strikes. And the pitch, that ball's ripped to left center field. Over goes Kringlin. He's going to get there and make the catch for the out. Ball left the bat. I thought it might drop in, but it just kind of floated out there, and Keaton was able to go over and make the catch. Yeah, Keaton got a good read on that one. And like you said, off the bat, I thought that ball was hammered. might be off the wall, but it just hung up there enough, and Keaton got underneath it. Keaton just happy that sun went down. Yeah, no kidding. One man out, and Brashear steps in with a runner at first base. And the first pitch is fouled up and out of play. So Sterner, the sophomore tomorrow, three wins, a loss. 1.77 earned run average. He's given up 11 hits this year. Justin Sterner will be called on in game three. 0-1, Easton Walker looks in and again uh, pitch fouled off. Yeah, Justin this year, his his first start, he struck out five of the first six batters against Northwestern, right? And you're like, holy cow, this is awesome. Because he had a great fall. And, uh, and then he walks three straight in the third and gives up three runs because of it. But then after that, his next two starts were really good. There's a ball hit down to Casey Jacobson. He's up with it on to second for one. The return to first. Ooh. Not in time. The, the pump. Uh, yeah, Jackson... Um, Clough just kind of did a little double pump at second base, allowing the runner 
to cross the bag safely at first base. So two men out, and Ernie Yak, kind of the cougar killer coming up right now. This guy had the big two-out, uh, two-RBI hit last night in the 11th. And so far today, he's got a pair of doubles. Yeah, a couple of uncharacteristic plays there by the Cougar uh, defense. You know, Carson with that error, and then that doesn't go down as an error for Clough, but that's a play that he'll make 99% of the time. Two men out, and Yake uh, shows bunt, pulls the bat back, and takes a called strike. Cougars four-run lead, 7-3 over the Bulldogs as we play the top of the seventh inning here in Provo. Easton Walker working from the stretch. Here is the pitch to Yake. That ball's hit into right field. Base hit, another base hit for Yake. Runners will stop at second and first base now. I see Ernie Yake just... uh, you know, they say his name sounds like Rake, and this kid's raking the yes, ball. He, really he, is, he is really swinging the bat. He really is. He's had a fantastic, well, his last four at-bats against the Cougs. He was, what, 0 for 4 going into that one in the 11th and then got the big double to win the game, and then he's got three more knocks today. Guthrie Morrison now steps in. Morrison 0 for 3. He grounded out to... Matthews in the first popped up to the second baseman McNew, and then McNew had an error on a ground ball off of uh, Morrison his last time up there. Yeah, that's the one pitch the, that Walker so far this game and his outing, he hasn't been able to really command that breaking ball, which is usually so good. He's missed high every single time with that. One and all the count, and here's Walker's pitch. Ball popped up and out of play. But the thing about Walker, he's such a such has such great command on his fastball that he usually keeps it down in and out where he wants it and gets a lot of ground balls, as you can see in this inning, right? Hasn't been one ball hit in the air. They've been all hit on the ground. Needs another one right here. Ball and a strike. Morrison steps back in. Pitch. Little looper down the right field line. This ball will... Uh, Slice foul into the corner. The way this series has gone, I thought for sure that was going to find a way to fall down and score two runs. So a ball and two strikes now to Morrison, the junior out of Seattle, went to Edmonds Community College. Look at the adjustment that Brock Hill made now. He's just hanging, hanging on the right field line. Got him listed at 5'11", 157 pounds. Big pitch right here for Easton. And and big at-bat here for Morrison. Here's the 1-2. A little bit low for ball two. Walker, last year as a freshman, showed some flashes of brilliance. Not the consistency that you can kind of see in out of him this year, that uh, that, uh, experience and the confidence that he's gained. Yeah, he's been just fantastic this year. Two balls, two strikes. They hit right to Matthews, the shortstop. He'll go to second to Clough for the out, and the Cougars retire the Bulldogs in the inning. 
No runs, one hit, no errors, two runners left on base. We are through six and a half, seven, three Cougars over the Bulldogs on your W.TV New Skin BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Brian Sue steps in for the Cougars. We go to the bottom of the seventh. First pitch high and tight to Sue. He'll be followed by Mitch McIntyre and then Brock Hale. Brian Sue hammers one left field base hit. Sue came into that at bat hitting 404 on the year, so he's just going to increase that. Yeah, Sue is a fantastic hitter. He's a fun kid to coach. Kind of feel for him this year because he's been a little bit of injury prone. He's he's had so many hit by pitches where he's gotten hit in the wrist or like a line drive at first that hits him in the same wrist and the same wrist that he had surgery on in the fall. So but he's fighting through it. Mitch McIntyre steps in, big swing and a miss off the pitch from um, Taylor Davis. A good changeup right there. Mitch was looking to hammer a first pitch fastball and really good downward action on that changeup by Davis. No balls, one strike. And the pitch to McIntyre. Again, another slow curve drops in knees. Knee high at the inside corner. Yeah, back-to-back breaking balls right there to get ahead 0-2. That's the one that if Mitch would have swung at, he could have done some damage with. Now you got a battle here. 0-2 the count. Sue at first base. And that pitch is down low for ball one. Cougars looking to add to their four-run lead here as they lead it by a score of 7-3. to three. McIntyre so far in the ballgame is 0 for 2. Walked and scored his last time up there. That pitch is up high for a ball. And when you look back at it, his walk, I'm sure from Gonzaga's perspective, is is the, the worst one. thing that could have happened. Yes. Just like the Cougars last yeah. night in the 11th. Well, yeah, when they when we walked Brashears in, in the 11th, right. that was the worst thing. And walking him to get to Brock was the worst thing. Two balls, two strikes. Strike three called on the inside corner. Another breaking pitch that just tied McIntyre up. So one man out. Yeah, and it's such a slow breaking ball there that uh, I'm not sure if it's a splitter, a changeup, whatever that is, but it starts so high and has such downward tilt that McIntyre thought it was going to be a high pitch, and it breaks right there for strike three. Good pitch there by Davis. Hale now steps in. Two for three on the day with... Four RBIs, and the first pitch is up high, ball one. I don't think he's going to see a, a fastball. Yeah, I doubt they give him a chance because he is seeing the baseball tonight. And he saw it well yesterday, too. Hit a couple of missiles right at guys yesterday. Here's the 1-0. Hale takes that one over for a strike. Again, that little, uh, to me, it just looks like a curveball, but it's a about 75 miles an hour. And Hale will step back in with a 1-1 count. Hale hits this ball right at the shortstop. Yak's got it. On to 
Second for one, the return to first in time, and the Cougars ground into the inning-ending double play. No runs, one hit, no errors. Nobody left. We are through seven complete, 7-3. Cougars leading Gonzaga on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Easton Walker on the hill. Faces Austin Penarini, and the first pitch is down low, ball one. Penarini, Sullivan, and Johnston do up, three, four, and five in this order for Gonzaga. Cougars with a four-run lead, 7-3. And here's the 1-0 pitch. Ball lined, Kringlin going over in left field. will track it down and make the catch for the out. Actually, that's a... Uh, we get a... That's Jaron. That's Jaron Hall out there. Yeah, that's that's Jaron Hall and Jelich is in the center, so they 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 must have pulled Keaton there. That's definitely Jaron Hall. So Jaron Hall, two-way sport guy for BYU in left field now for the Cougars, and uh, once you know it, as soon as they put him in, they hit a ball at him, popped up out of play by Sullivan. No balls and a strike. One man out here in the top of the eighth. Cougars have out hit the Bulldogs seven to five in the ball game. Boy, good curveball right there. And that's the pitch that yeah. Sullivan has really struggled with in this series. He really has a pitch off the plate. Yep, he's been swinging and missing at a lot of balls. Ooh. Pitch looked like it might have been strike three. Yeah. Looked like the old automatic go to ball call there. So one ball, two strikes. Here's the pitch. Ball hit pretty well. Jelich unable to get there. That's going to be short hop the wall in center field. And Sullivan with a one out double. Well, that's a tough thing right there. You, you hang one there that he's able to get that's over the plate. But you, I, I think it was close enough to strike him out 0-2 on the pitch before. And that ball was actually down. And he went down and got that. Good piece of hitting there by Sullivan. But you just see what kind of power he has. Got to the center field wall easy. One man out, one man on. And Troy Johnston steps in. He grounded into a double play his last time up there. He has tripled, struck out, and uh, grounded into the double play. One for three on the night for Johnston. And the first pitch outside, ball one. Want to know the count? Troy Johnston, the junior, steps back in. And the pitch is outside. For those fans uh, wondering about Gonzaga, they've got 7,501 enrollment there in uh, Spokane, Washington, Patterson Baseball Complex. Still has about nine inches of snow. That's why they moved this series to Provo. This was originally scheduled up in Spokane. And here's the 2-0 pitch. That's down low, ball three. Yeah, just missed right there. Well, you got a four-run lead here in the eighth with one out. 
You're just playing the outs game right here. You're just trying to get outs. Minimize big innings and get outs right here. So you got to fight back here 3-0 and try to get back in this count. Walker from the stretch and the pitch. And that's over for a strike. Looks like they got a pinch hitter, number 38, on deck. Fredrickson. Saw him last night for Barrera. Here's the 3-1. Line drive, base hit into center field. Sullivan will be stopped at third base. So runners at the corners with one man out. And Fredrickson coming to the plate. Well, 3-1 count. Got a fastball up and away, and... He did a fantastic job just going right back up the middle right there for a single. Hit too hard, though, so they had to hold up Sullivan, who doesn't run extremely well. So because of that, it keeps a double play in order here with one out. Fredrickson, uh, one for one last night, did score a run. With that hit, he's now hitting an even 200. This will be just his sixth official at bat of the year. Fredrickson uh, wearing number 38. Out of uh, Woodenville, Washington. Transfer from Washington State, actually. And the first pitch to Fredrickson is down low, ball one. Now Coach uh, Bradshaw is going to come out, pitching coach, and have a little chat with his uh, sophomore right-hander, Easton Walker. Yeah, I like this right here by Coach Bradshaw. Go out there. Easton hasn't been as sharp as he was in his first couple innings. And uh, it's like, okay, hey, we just got to settle down, get back down, get your ground ball here, and try to get you out of an inning. Cougars' uh, bullpen starting to move around. A couple of guys jumping up. As Bradshaw now will return to the dugout. Looks like it's uh, Blake Inouye and Ben Weiss that are down there throwing. Saw Inouye last night. As he threw an inning and gave up a couple of runs and a couple of hits. One ball, no strikes. Runners at the corners. One man out. And here's the pitch. There's a bunt down the third baseline. Great bunt. It's going to score a run. Throw to first. And oh, he is wow. safe at first he, base. What they got here? They got something. Interference call him out of the out. box. Out of the box is what they got. Yeah, he stepped on the plate, Brent. He stepped on the plate. Great job by Fredrickson to see that. That's really hard to see that. But sure enough, he saw, which he was actually out at first. The umpire missed that yeah, call. He did. But the bunner was on the plate. So what happens is now he's automatically out for being out of the box. The runner has to go back to third, and the runner has to go back to first. So it's first and third now with two, two outs. Out. With uh, uh, Looks like it's a Nyquist coming up. I'm not sure if I've seen that call too often. But he turned around. I mean, it was a fantastic bunt down the line. And you know what? Coach Maktoff is arguing, but he's got nothing to argue because his foot was standing on the plate when he bunted that. So that's a fantastic job by the umpire. Great catch. Two men out. Big play there, though. Game change. I mean, they called him safe at, at first, yeah. which he actually was out from replay, what it looked like. But so now you got two outs, first and third. And that'll bring Nick Nyquist to the plate. Good props to Tyler Ferguson for seeing that all the way. 
Nyquist doubled in a run in the second inning, walked in the fourth, and on by way of an error his last time up there. And the first pitch is outside ball one. Well, that's a game changer right there. Big call in favor of the Cougars. Nyquist, the senior out of Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Steps in, right-handed hitter against Easton Walker. And the pitch, a swing and a miss. 87 on the fastball there by Walker. As Gonzaga trying to battle back here in the eighth inning with a pair of base hits. One ball, one strike. Ball hit hard right at Casey Jacobson. He's up and he's got to make a quick throw to first. Safe. Boy, and he is safe at first base. The run does score. Ball was hit hard out of Jacobson's glove. He had to go about three feet to pick it up. And by the time he made the throw, the runner was across the bag. Yeah, the ball's hit really hard, but that's a play that Casey has to make. He's in there to make that play. Nyquist just keeps hitting the ball hard. Definitely safe at first base. Run does score. So now runners at first and second base. That'll be an error on Jacobson. The third error of the game on BYU. And Jack Crowell steps in. He represents the tying run at the plate. The first pitch is inside ball one. Three hits in the inning by Gonzaga. Yeah, they're not, they're not going down without a fight. It's a three-run ball game. you got the tie-in run at the dish right here, who his last time up hit a deep fly in the left center that was caught. Here's the 1-0 pitch. That's over for a strike. And now it looks like you have Zimmerman now going and, uh, and Blake Inouye in the pen. So Drew Zimmerman beginning to throw, and Inouye also there. And here's the 1-1 pitch. Ball lined into right field. In comes Brock Kelly's going to get there and make the catch for the out. Three men down. One run in on three base hits. We're through 7.5, 7-4. Cougars leading the Bulldogs on your W.TV New Skin BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Back. Jackson Clough steps in for the Cougars. Here in the bottom of the eighth, Cougars uh, up 7-4. Both teams with seven base hits. Cougars have committed three errors in the ball game, And Clough takes a pitch a little bit outside for ball two. Yeah, that's the first error that's actually hurt him in this game. The first two errors, they were able to get out of those innings without it hurting. But uh, still have a three-run lead here. Bottom of the eighth, it's nice to, to add on a couple more insurance runs here. Pitch to Clough is up high, ball three. So I'll have Clough, Jacobson, and uh, Kringland, or no, uh, Jaron Hall actually doing up. So it looks like uh, you have Jacobson, you're right. A couple of the guys that just been put in defensively will see at the plate here in the inning. That pitch is inside for ball four. 
So on four pitches, Clough has walked on, and uh, you might see Bunt here. Sacrifice, trying to pick up an extra run. Yeah, you definitely might. So Jacobson will step in. Casey this year off to a little bit of a a slow start with the with the bat hitting 208s at 24 at bats so far this year. Has five hits, three RBIs. And Jackson Clough for the Cougars with uh, four stolen bases on the year has not been thrown out yet. You can say that about everybody, but about two guys on the on the team that have attempted still stolen bases. Yeah, BYU right now, 23 out of 25 on the year. Pitch to Jacobson, a curveball, had him kind of leaning back a little bit. And the count uh, 0-1 on Casey Jacobson. Yeah, Casey's had some uh, had a couple of really big hits in our Corpus Christi tournament that we were at, and then kind of struggled from there. But uh, he's a senior leader, that uh, really good defensive, great great guy in the dugout, great teammate, just a great guy to have around. His BP today, I was actually saying that if we did our hitting game, he had a one today because his BP was special today. No balls in a strike. Here's the pitch. Jacobson swings and misses. 0-2 quickly on Casey Jacobson. And that's the one pitch right there that's really hindered him in his career is the breaking ball. When uh, he can really hit the fastball, but uh, he swings and misses quite a few times on breaking balls, and that's what gets him in trouble. No balls, two strikes. There goes the runner. Swing and a miss. And that's the fifth stolen base by Jackson Clough. Yeah, Coach Littlewood picked another breaking ball count right there. That ball was away. It would have been ball one. But uh, Jacobson swung through it for strike three, and Clough stole that bag easily. So now you got Jaron Holland having his first at-bat of the weekend, who's pinch hitting here for Kringlin. So Hall will step in. Uh, Jaron, 17 at-bats, has a couple of hits. Hall... Uh, I think he had spring football practice today earlier. Yeah. And made his way over to the ballpark. And here's the pitch to Jaron Hall. He squares the bunt, takes the pitch outside, ball one. Yeah, it's a funny, it's a kind of a great story with Jaron Hall, how he made the team this year, you know, came out real late, decided to come out in the spring and Boy, he came out and he was hot as can be offensively in our inner squads. And it's just a great kid, too, and great athlete. 1-0 pitch down, low ball, too. And that's the thing that's the most impressive to me. He has a really good eye. He really does. He's a guy that takes close pitches. And, and in our inner squads, he hit a couple of home runs off some of our guys that throw the hardest. So he's a guy that can really hit. And, you know, if he decided to just play baseball, he could have a real future with the type of tools that he has. 2-0 the count. Pitch to Hall. Outside, ball three. Matthews on deck. And in the top of the order and Sue. 
Three balls, no strikes. One man out. A man on second base. As the Cougars try to extend their 7-4 lead. Here's the pitch to Hall, and that one is over for a strike. Taken all the way was Jaron Hall. Yeah, it says something that, uh, you know, kind of a late entry under the team and playing football, and you include him on the on the roster for this important uh, conference game. Yeah, I mean, he's, uh, he's a guy that's earned this opportunity and fantastic kid, too. Pitches inside, ball four. So two walks in the inning to put Cougars at first and second base. And now uh, Jelich will step in. Danny is one for three, singled his last time up. I'm going to go with your call. I'm hoping that that little bloop single to right is going to get him going. He's faced this pitcher already now, second time he's seen him. Really good speed on the bases with Clough and Hall. And there is a bunt attempt, and it's fouled off. He had the third baseman playing back there. If he got that down the line, it would have been a bunt single. Good idea there by Jelly. He's so dynamic with his legs that if he just gets the ball down, he's almost safe every time on his bunts. He might try to do it again. Third baseman a little behind the bag. And here is the 0-1. That's outside for a ball. One ball, one strike to Denny Jelilich. Hitting 268 as he steps in here in the uh, bottom of the eighth inning. And the pitch to Jelilich is high and tight. Ball two. Good take right there. I love that take. A couple of finals in West Coast Conference action. San Francisco beat Portland 2-1. St. Mary's uh, beat Pacific by a score of 5-3. A couple of games uh, probably just almost getting underway or early in those ball games. Pepperdine, I know, at San Diego. 2-1 pitch. Ball a little looper off the... bat, and they're going to throw Jelich out at first base. Second baseman comes in, makes the play. So runners have moved up into second and third base. And Noah Hill, the hitter. Play right off the handle there by Jelich. Just really couldn't get out of the box quick enough. And a, a good play there by Brashears to throw him out. Well, big, big runs out there on the board right now that you'd really like to have. You'd love to have a, a five-run lead going into the ninth. Noah Hill doubled in a run his last time up. And Hill hits this ball deep into the shortstop position. Yake's got it. He'll oh, throw him out. Man. Great play by Ernie Yake. He can play. We'll go to the ninth. 7-4. Cougars leading Gonzaga on your new scan BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Carson Brashears will lead it off here in the ninth. Cougars up 7-4. Brashears 0 for 3 today. He's 0 for 5 in the series. And Easton Walker back on the hill for the Cougars. He's thrown 48 pitches so far, and the first pitch is 
A little bit up for ball one. Yeah, it looked close to me right there. Walker, the sophomore out of Pleasant Grove. Pitch is over for a strike. Walker so far has thrown three and two-thirds, given up three hits, one run. So McIntyre and Walker have just been great out of the pen here they really for BYU. Have. They only gave up one run. 1-1 one, one pitch is ball two. Yeah, just missed outside. Had the height there, but just kept running away. Here's a 2-1. Line drive, base hit into left field by Brashears. Well, that's what you need your leadoff to do in the ninth inning. Got to get guys on base. The key here is to get the tie and run up. Ernie Ake now, but not before we have a pitching change. We'll take a 90-second break. Be back with a new pitcher for the Cougars right after this on your new skin BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back here as we bring Drew Zimmerman into the ball game. Runner at first base, nobody out in the top of the ninth inning. And Zimmerman is brought in. Drew the right-handed closer for the Cougars. Well, Zim can run it up there at about 95 miles an hour. He usually sits 91 and 93. He has an unbelievable 84-mile-an-hour slider and a really good changeup against lefties. So, 4.15 ERA for Zimmerman. This will be his eighth appearance. He's thrown 13 innings, has nine strikeouts. And Zimmerman from the stretch, first pitch, is over for a strike at 91. That's a good sign right there. Because when he gets himself in trouble, it's with his fastball command. Just stay right there at the knees at 91. And Ernie Yake, uh, three for four on the day, is the hitter. And here is the 0-1 pitch. Yake fouls that one off. That one at 92 by Zimmerman. So a good thing when he throws his first two pitches for strikes. Oh, yeah. I mean, he looks locked in right now. Looks like a bulldog. They just showed a picture of him on the mound. He is locked in, ready to roll. Drew Zimmerman, the sophomore. And here is the 0-2 pitch to Ernie Yake. Swing and a miss. Looked like that change right there. It was, yeah. Moving away from Yake. Really good pitch by Zimmerman. Three pitches, a strikeout. Yeah, and that's a plus pitch to lefties. That changeup is really good. And then now when he's got a righty here, he'll like to throw more of that uh, that, that 84 slider. to 86 mile hour slider. Good, good, good strikeout right there. Because that's the hitter that kind of lets their engine go. We've seen that this weekend for sure. Guthrie Morrison steps in. He's 0 for 4 tonight. As Morrison will bat from the right side. Here's the pitch from Zimmerman, and that is a pitch over for a strike at 91. Zimmerman, uh, Lehigh High School product here in Utah County. Had a pretty severe arm injury, uh, what, between his junior and senior years? Yeah. 
And the Cougars stayed with him, and he has bounced back and and has thrown the ball very well as he did last year as a freshman. That pitch is just a little bit in for a ball one and one. A couple of partial scores. San Diego leading Pepperdine 4-1 that game in the sixth inning. Being played at San Diego, LMU, and Santa Clara locked up in a scoreless tie in the seventh. And that is being played down at LMU tonight. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Ball fouled off. 1-2 and two the count. And that's what you call a pitcher's duel. 0-0 zero, zero ball game in the seventh. Only at LMU, you know. Yeah. If you're playing at LMU. Air's heavy. LMU and Pepperdine. Uh, ball that goes nowhere at those parks. One ball, two strikes the count to Morrison. And here is Zimmerman with the pitch. Swinging strike three. Zimmerman with back-to-back strikeouts. Young man, has he thrown a ball? Yeah, he has thrown one ball. Yeah, he is locked in right now, Brent. He is a man on a mission to win a ball game right here and get his second save. Austin Penarini now steps to the plate. I love watching this Drew Zimmerman pitch. It's special. I just love the look in his eye right now. He's like, all right, I'm coming at you. Pinarini's first pitch to him is over for a strike at 90. Drew Zimmerman. Looking awfully good here tonight. And here is the 0-1 pitch. Ooh. There's that change Ooh. just missed off the corner. Almost looked like it fooled the umpire there a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit of a late break outside borderline. But really good pitch right there by Drew. One ball and one strike. Here's the pitch. Ball hit up the middle off of uh, Jacobson. Picks it up. No, he was going to make the throw to first. That'll be an infield single. Yeah, that ball hit off of Zimmerman, I believe. It's like a hit off his cleat, his foot, somewhere right there. Here's a replay if you're watching on the W, and Zimmerman got his foot up. and No, it, yeah, well, yeah, it kind it of short hopped his, yeah. his cleat. Now you got the big guy up there, Sullivan, who's got six home runs this year. Well, that's what they wanted to do. You just find a way to get the tie and run up. He, he got going his last at-bat and got his first hit of the series with that double off the center field wall. This is strength versus strength right here. Got your closer versus their home run guy in a three-run ball game. Two men out, top of the ninth. Gonzaga's actually out, hit the Cougars now 9-7 with the two hits here in this inning. You got Brashears at second base, Panarini at first, and Sullivan steps in. Sullivan doubled his last time up in the eighth inning. And here is the first pitch from Zimmerman. There's that slider, drops in for a strike. Yeah, get ahead with that, and then you can work off wherever you want. Whatever you got to do here, you have to keep the ball down. Down in the way. He likes the high fastball. He likes high elevated pitches to, to turn and burn on. Zimmerman again 
Got the sign. And here's the 0-1. Ball popped up foul. 0-2 now the count. Well, now you got him exactly where you want him. This is where, so far all weekend, when you get him in these counts, you can go that slider away, right, for the swing Off and miss. And he's Off and he's proven with what three or four strikeouts now that he'll swing at that pitch. So you don't want to be anywhere near the, near the zone here. Miss away here and see if you can get another swing through to end this ball game. Yeah, Noah ought to set up off the plate. No doubt about it. We've seen it four or five times in the series. Here's the 0-2. And that's yeah, what good. it was. He came back with a fastball. Bit of a waste pitch. Well, now you still can go to whatever you want here. I say you go back to that slider running away and get that swing and miss. Pressure situation. One ball, two strikes to Ryan Sullivan, the junior out of Aurora, Colorado. And here is Zimmerman's pitch. Swing and a miss. Cougars win as Zimmerman comes in and strikes out the side here in the ninth inning. Great job by the sophomore. Really good pitch right there. Perfect pitch. Yeah. Just off the plate. That's exactly where you want to do there. That slider starts outside corner, runs away. Sullivan swings through it. It's your pitch. Even if he tr- even hits that ball, it's going to be a weak ground ball. Fantastic job by Drew Zimmerman here in the ninth inning to get his second save of the season, and the Cougs tie the series up. Well, great job by BYU after such a disheartening loss last night where they just didn't really come through and make you know, give themselves any chance to make any breaks. And uh, they battled back tonight behind their seniors, let's figure. Yeah, they did. Uh, I mean, Brian Sue and uh, and um, Brock Hale, of course. And then, and then what a great job by the bullpen, all well, three guys. Well, and then you had Noah Hill, who set, uh, six of the seven runs were driven in by seniors today. And that's what you need. And then the bullpen came in and did a fantastic job. And now you put yourself in position to win a series tomorrow. Fantastic job today, Cougs. All right, we're going to send it back uh, to our studios. Be back with head coach Mike Littlewood and possibly a player right after this on your W.TV New Skin BYU Sports Network.